Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Seaton, would you update the poll results? Then we'll bring in Ramona Shelburne from the Mothership. Dan, we got two up there right now. We've okay. got uh, how much trouble trouble are the Lakers in? <laughs> tons or don't be ridiculous. Right now, seventy seven percent of the audience say uh, tons of trouble. All right, and then we also have: Would you rather your team be overcovered or undercovered? Uh, and right now, sixty seven percent prefer undercovered. Okay, ironically, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're hearing from the Denver Nuggets that nobody in the national media cares about them. Yes, Paulie. Maybe we should change a poll question. What? How little trouble are the Nuggets in? A li- just a little oh, bit. How okay. little trouble are the Nuggets in? <laughs> right. It the rolling or be careful. Flow as well, but yeah. I want to show some love. <laughs> oh, Nuggets. Lakers got to win four out of the next five. Let's bring in. Uh, Nuggets have to win two. I'm sorry. Oh, they have to win two the next yeah. five. Ramona Shelburne, ESPN NBA insider, senior writer, NBA Today panelist. Um, how much trouble are the Lakers in, Ramona? Uh, I think they're okay for now. Like, they, you know, I thought they could have won game one, probably should not have. They should have won game two and did not, right? So how do you, you know, it, it's one thing if you're getting blown out of these games, if you're not competitive, if, if – you don't match up well with this team. I, I think Denver looks like a better team in these two games, mm-hmm. but it, the Lakers are right there with them. And how much of the way Denver looks is because you know, you're playing at altitude. The Lakers kind of hit a wall. I think they're playing LeBron and AD and some of their main guys really heavy minutes early on. And I thought in the in the fourth quarter last night, it just looked like the Lakers hit a wall. They just got they looked tired. Um, it was a lot to ask. LeBron to be guarding Nikola Jokic and trying to be LeBron on offense. But they go back home. They haven't lost at home since late March. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't lost a game there in a long time. Um, you got to feel good about that. They've gotten pretty much nothing out of D'Angelo Russell in this series. He'll probably play better at home. They haven't got much from Dennis Schreier. He'll probably play better at home. But I don't think they're in that much trouble yet. Yeah, I was watching last night, and LeBron's settling for those three-point shots. And this happens a lot with older players, that they will settle because it, you know, it takes a lot to get to the hoop. And LeBron, when he gets to the hoop, is the, you know, one of the, maybe the best clothes that we've ever seen. But he keeps shooting the threes, and the Nuggets want him to keep shooting the threes. For somebody yeah. with a, a really high basketball IQ, at what point does LeBron say, you know what, 
maybe I shouldn't be taking these threes. He's the greatest scorer of all time. He's nowhere near one of the greatest shooters of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a good good way to put it. Um, he, uh, he, you know, you've seen the graphic, right, or the the stats of you know he's what he is by quarter for for three pointers in the playoffs, and it's it's pretty staggering. Yeah. Right? I mean, they had one of twenty in the in the whole playoffs, um, and every time I I see him shoot it, I'm like I'm like yelling at the TV, oh not again! What do you do? You know, I mean they're they're daring him to shoot those shots. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they're giving him, and I, you know I think he makes the change. I mean he 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 will try to shoot himself through some of these things. He's he um, he's not afraid of of taking those shots, but after I think he is smart enough to say okay. Uh, you know, they're daring me to take them. We have to do something else here. Um, Anthony Davis was the same thing. I thought he hasn't been a good three-point shooter the last few years. He really ha- like, and he made one of them yesterday. And it was like, oh, is this going to come back? Because if you remember in 2020, one of the biggest shots of Anthony Davis's career was when he hit the three against the Nuggets and then yelled out Kobe. You remember yes, that? And yes. that was the, like the very defining moment for him. And I felt like when he hit the first one, I was like, oh, we're back in 2020 where he's making threes again. <laughs> I, I mean, he if he hits those shots, it really gives a different dimension to the Laker offense. But he hasn't – he really hasn't hit three-pointers in a couple of years. So, you know, they, at some point you kind of have to get realistic with what you're really going to do offensively. And I, I, think, that, I think the adjustment for the Lakers is to find some way to get production out of – some of their other good offensive players who have done things in the playoffs who should be able to do things in this series. They've got, they, they can't just ask as much of LeBron and AD on both ends of the court. And also there's so much focus on stopping or at least containing Joker that Jamal Murray is averaging seven more points per game in the playoffs. Uh, how much of a responsibility is that going to be? Because he looked like, you know, the second coming at Clay Thompson last night in the fourth quarter. He might be. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Jamal might be the second coming of Clay. Um, was that an amazing stat somebody came up with last night? Um, he's got four twenty-point quarters, twenty-point fourth quarters, and that the only other that's the most in the last like twenty-five years. The others are Iverson and Jordan. I mean, wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's he's Jamal is that heat check kind of guy. He he was that guy in the bubble. He we just we don't think of him that way because he hasn't been an All Star. He. He play, and maybe that's where Michael Malone is right about about them not getting the national attention or whatever it is. He, you know, I, I I heard some of that and laughed. I just thought that was coach talk, trying to fire his team up and making sure they knew that no one's respecting them and they have to earn respect. Um, you know, my my second thought on that was, uh, you know, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> you want all the attention? Okay. <laughs> You well, I, and and I yeah. I was saying that to Nuggets fans this morning. Like, you know what? It's okay. Like the last three years, yeah. we've waited for you to take the next step. San Antonio Spurs yeah. never asked for any publicity. Their head coach didn't. Ever. Their star player didn't. All they said is, if we win a championship, you have to cover us. You have to talk about it. Yeah. And that's what I would say to that's Denver: right. just win. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I feel like I have done so many segments on NBA Today where we will react to a Denver Nuggets game or highlight, and I'm pretty sure my my analysis, Richard Jefferson's about all of us, we all go, 
Hey, that that Nikola Jokic, man, is he good? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next next topic. Next topic. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we've been saying that for four years. I, I also wanted to bring this up that uh, on Monday. Ramona reported that James Harden's potential free agency might hinge on whether or not the Sixers brought Doc Rivers back for another season. Well, we saw how that played out. Are the Sixers guaranteed that James Harden is coming back after firing Doc Rivers? I don't think they're guaranteed of that. And I, um, you know, it's a, it's an interesting dilemma for them because on the one hand, they cannot afford to lose James Harden because if he leaves, they don't have very much, to replace him, they, they don't have any of those mechanisms in the salary under the salary cap to replace him. You just walk out the door, and I think the Houston situation is a real threat. And I think other teams, maybe Phoenix, um, are who are be looking for an offensive player like that. Um, those are those are real threats to watch with Harden. He can he'll probably make the most money in Philadelphia for the longest term. But Houston is they do have a significant amount of cap space, and they really could could resign him, which is a a fun full circle after the way he left. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, the way I phrased it on the show, and I think this is the right way to put it is it would be hard to see James coming back. If doc was still the coach, does that mean he went in there and said, I'm leaving. If doc is here? No, it means that everybody knew they didn't have a great relationship, right? That there had been some, um, you know, it was, it was, a. Doc had kind of got into James a few times, you know, trying to with this culture of accountability he has, he tries to have in his in his locker room, and uh, no, always go over well, right? And I think uh, the offensive system, I think James never felt quite comfortable um, playing a different role. He was really his role is really supposed to be in service to Embiid, and he talked very openly, very often about having to sacrifice for Joel. Um, so I think that was that's it's, it's all of the above. Like I think James is smart enough to realize, you know, he didn't have to say it like that, and for people to understand what his feelings were. But they still have some work to do to resign him. And now the question is, are they a better team with James Harden long term? Are they do they want to commit to this Embiid Harden marriage for the next four years? Because mm. that's what it would be. Yeah. Um, and you know. It, or can you risk letting him walk out the door? Are there things you could do with sign and trades? It's, uh, you know, I think Daryl Morey phrased it well. He said, you know, option one is to re-sign James. Option two is to get really creative. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know which, which option is better. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for getting up. And uh, we appreciate your time as always. Does, are, is this more likely to be a five-game series with the Lakers or a seven-game series? I think seven. I mean, the Lake, the Lakers have not lost at home since late March. You know, we have to. We we have, we always do this in the playoffs where we go from one game to the next. And I mean, from what you've seen, what do you, what do you think? I, I think it looks like the Lakers were in both games. They shouldn't have won game one. They were lucky to be there. Game two, they should have won, and they kind of blew it at the end. And Jamal Murray got hot. Like that's a pretty good. Should have got one of those games in Denver, but at some point you have to hold serve at home, and and they've been really good at home. For two months. Thank you, Ramona. You got it, Dan. That's Ramona Shelburne, ESPN NBA insider, senior writer, works for uh, NBA Today. Hey, you got to win four of the next five. Like when that, when you start to think, okay, we're going back home. We lost first two. We could have won one of those two, and uh, oh, we got to win four of the next five. 
Yeah, Paul. I, I've noticed three times in the past month, some team that's down 1-0 in, the, in a playoff series has said, well, it's not the NCAA tournament. We'd be out if it's the NCAA tournament. That's becoming the new line. Mm. People question, are you guys in trouble after one or two games? Mm. I don't think fans are confused that, uh, that it's one and done in the NBA Finals. Mm. It's kind of a throwaway line I've seen used a lot lately. Uh, Sean in Compton. Hey, Sean, what's on your mind today? Morning, gentlemen. First time, long time. Six one one eighty five. Solid cruiserweight. Uh, just called to, uh, to talk to. I have a bone to pick with Fritzy. Oh. Uh, Todd. 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 Look, you're a funny guy. You're a really funny guy, but you don't sell it. You need more confidence. I mean, they all can't be winners. You have to swing for the fences. Sometimes you strike out, but sometimes you hit the home run. You need to sell your sell your jokes. You're, you're a funny guy. And, uh, you know, Dan and the guys bust your chops, but it's in love because they want you to do better. So I just want you to have a great mm. Friday and uh, get some more confidence behind your jokes. Do you have great material? But um, I think you don't sell it. You need to sell it for you. Right. That's very nice. I appreciate so that. So Sean has never called before, but he calls for that but, reason. That was very kind. Yeah. I appreciate the words. All right. Because Ryan in Honolulu sells his jokes. He does a good job selling it. He does. Yeah. Yes, Paul. Ryan Honolulu sent me a note on social media today. He goes, hey, man, sorry, I'm out today. <laughs> As if I was building my rundown for the show and like, oh, crap, what am I going to do now? Yeah, well, and there goes a five-minute segment that gotta, we're not going to have. Got to get to work. Yeah, yeah. A hole at 1042 oh, now. Oh, what yeah, are we going to do? Going to have to show up early today. You know what? We're going to fill it. We're going to fill it with Guy Fieri, my co-host, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. He will join us next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. 
Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or... Choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, yesterday afternoon, I took a trip to Flavortown. By the way, it's different zip codes, but it was uh, Flavortown locally here in Connecticut. And uh, I thought I killed it. You know, I did. I was co-host with Guy Fieri, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And he is probably calling to offer me up a permanent gig as the co-host for Diners, Drive-Ins, Dives, and Dan. So, uh, Guy, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, thanks again for yesterday. Uh, I'm I can help you if you need some help. Well, you, you stole the show. You know you did. You stole the show. Uh, you stole the, uh, the lamb shank, and uh, you stole the car. Yeah. So uh, I'm calling about the keys. Where are you now? Uh, I'm, in, uh, I'm in Greenwich at a great pizza joint. I can't tell you the name of it because they're already busy as can be. <laughs> okay. uh, but we're shooting Triple D here again, and everybody is asking where you are. And I said probably late again. Yeah, but I, I did show up. I thought that it was a nice cameo. I was a little nervous, though, because you were speaking a different language. If it was sports, then I'm okay. But you're talking about, you know, herbs and spices from Greece, and you're talking about whole carrots and raklava. And, I mean, I'm going, uh, just get the food out of the damn oven so I can eat it. You uh, Well, you can tell everybody that you sounded nervous in that, but you were – actually, Dan, it was really a blast. I mean, you're such a pro at what you do. You folded into it incredibly well. Matter of fact, my team, when you left, we all looked at it and said, that was just too short. We needed to do a whole a whole series <laughs> of it. So I need you again. It really was. It was a blast. And, and, you know, I'm a fan of you and fan of the show, but, dude, you were hysterical. I mean, and, guys, he caught on so quick. And we move fast. I mean, we shoot really quick. And you were uh, – you're in the pocket, buddy. At, at one point, the you know, guys just talking to the chef. I don't know we're on camera. I don't know they're recording, even though I should have seen the red light. Hello. And all of a sudden, I realized that they're actually recording this. So I didn't say anything stupid. At least I tried not to. But give people an idea of how long it takes to shoot an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Well, fortunately, like you, I have a great team. So my team does the the advance on the on the restaurant a day ahead of time. So they get a chance to shoot all the B-roll and kind of get the chefs and the team warmed up on what's going to happen. Then I come in 
Um, and we do everything from making the dishes to tasting them to meeting the, you know, meeting the guests and getting their profile and then doing the stand up, which, by the way, that, that's the intro of the show. The stand up with Dan is hysterical. We were laughing. We were all laughing about it this morning. Um, but it takes about two and a half to three hours per location. So I'll shoot three locations in a day. So we did three yesterday, uh, three today. And then uh, we bounce out. And then uh, Monday we'll be in Nebraska uh, doing, doing a whole nother run. How difficult is it to eat on camera? Um, well, it just depends on what level of starving you're at. You know, so if you're coming in, now that was that was my third location, so I had already eaten at two locations prior. Which, by the way, this this Connecticut Greenwich area has got the Stanford has got a fantastic bandwidth of restaurants. I mean, this the, the gym membership should be blowing up by now. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's it's the key is is not taking too big of a bite so you can actually articulate a conversation. Um, and it took a while to learn that because I can fill my mouth up pretty good with a you know with a slice of pie. Okay, what happens when? And you're nice, you're a nice guy. But when you do bite into something, and you're on camera, and then it might not be as good as advertised or your favorite. So how do you do that in a respectful way? Well, fortunately, that, you know, it just like with what your team does with you is gives you some insight to what's getting ready to happen. Um, or I think that's what goes on, you know, over at your, uh, your chaos. Uh, my guys, we're aware of what's going on. I see the recipes before I go there. I pick the recipe. I pick the menu items that I want to try. I've got a pretty good idea of what's getting ready to happen. Now, is there a difference between good, great, and blow your mind? Yes. Um, good gets... I, 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 I like it. It's, it's good. You know, this is, I like this part of that part. Um, great usually gets a little bit more of a delay and blow my <laughs> mind is, you know, I'm scarfing the whole thing down until my co-host steals the lampshake. Yes, I did. What that- we ate, I mean, Dan, I'm going to tell you what we ate yesterday on that lampshake was probably one of the best lampshakes we've had on the show. And I've done 1500 locations. So it was, that was pretty out of bounds. And so it's kind of that thing. We don't get ourselves in that situation anymore where I'll get to a location and it'll be a big whammy that like they completely screwed this up or, or sold us a bag of beans. That, 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 that doesn't happen anymore. Do you have food rules like do's and don'ts like ketchups on ketchup on hot dogs or ketchup on eggs or like, is there anything where you go? That's nah, a, that's a no go non-starter. I don't like people get hung up on pineapple on pizza. I don't care. I mean, do what you want to do. I'm I'm not a big fan of um, faking it. You know, I'm not a big fan of, you know, some of those maneuvers. Um, I think that even truffle oil, for instance, I think that, you know, it's not something I use. But if somebody wants to use it and they don't use it as perfume, I'm okay. (laughs) Don't overdo it. But otherwise, you know, each to their own. Enjoy it. I'm just what I'm really into is authenticity. You know, we just shot a place this morning uh, here in Greenwich that makes their own pasta. And this guy's from Italy. He and his wife are from Italy and they make outrageous pasta. And then you can also eat some of the dishes there at their uh, at their you know pasta shop. And just going there, they put five ingredients in one dish, and it just tastes like an orchestra of flavor. So when people are doing it simple and doing it right, like this pizza joint I'm at today, I wish I'll I'll send you a text and tell you where it's at because these dudes are doing it right. You know, less is more, and technique, quality ingredients, and passion for what they're doing makes all the difference in the world. Well, it was great seeing you yesterday. Got to see the Camaro and. Uh... 
when are we going back to work together? Because I'll, hey. I'll get rid of this gig in a second because you make real money on that show. You got, ah. you got your own tequila and you got, I mean, you got things going on here. Yeah, well, I, I think that uh, you've been a great example for all of us to follow. Do what you love to do. Surround yourself with great people uh, and, and entertain folks. And you've been doing such a great job of it. So I'm not, and I told you this when we met a long time ago, anytime you want to do this. Now, if that means I have to come back to Connecticut more often, I think you owe me a trip to Northern California. So round up, right, you know, round up your circus, get all your crew together, mm. which, by the way, guys, I sent you a bunch of uh, of uh Diners, Drivers, and Dives T-shirts. So if those didn't make them, uh, I know that Dan's, you know. No, I, I have them. I got I got the, you, you signed a poster to me where you, you, you signed it to Dan. I uh, don't know what to say. Thanks, I guess. Like that didn't really resonate with we've we've we're friends like he's inviting me to his ranch. He goes, oh, you got to come out. I got a guest house here. Oh, let me sign a poster. And I go, OK. And then he goes to Dan. I don't know what to say. Thanks, I guess. No, listen, he is hanging me out to dry so bad on this right now because I asked him. I said, he's in my ear, guys, because you know how he has his one-liners and all this. Stuff. And he's in my ear. Write something like, uh, Dan, you did terrible. I go, I can't write that. You know, Dan, you're the best. You should take over my show. I'm terrible. I mean, he's running one-liners at me the whole time. So uh, thank you, I guess, was my uh, trying to be funny. But no, you did a great job, and uh, we, we appreciate you making it any time. When does anytime. that episode, is that in the fall that that's coming out? It could happen. It can air anywhere from two months to six months. But I'll let you know when it's getting ready to to happen, and you can uh, you know send it out there, and I'll send you I'll send you a clip of it also, so you can you can have it. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. You left, and you said, "Hey, I hope I did okay." And I looked at my team, and I said, "That guy crushed it, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just me and fanboy that you know Dan was here? Like, no, it was hysterical. We're sorry, it was just such a short piece." Did you do New Haven Pizza? Have you done Sally's and Peppy's? No, no, we were going to go up to New Haven, but Yale's graduating. Um, so this was uh, this was a tough time of year for us to make it up there. Oh, and I was just, man. You know, you know so, what? That's where I do my encore in New Haven. It- yeah. God, that, that'd, be, that'd be great. Yeah, make a note of that. When we come back in 10 years, New Haven. <laughs> 10, 10 years. Okay. <laughs> we're jotting it down right now. The whole crew's here. Yeah. There, they're all standing by waiting for this. We're in the middle of oh, shooting. Oh, okay. My, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Buddies from yesterday. By so. the way, I yelled at one of your cameramen because he yelled at me while we were shooting yesterday. I said, stop yelling at me. Yeah, well, that's, you know, we're just trying to make you feel like you're at home. I am the deputy mayor of Flavortown. Just want to let you know, okay? We, we should knight you in some. You know, <laughs> Thank you. That you, are, you are now deputy mayor. You have license. Thank you, bud. Thanks. Safe travels. And again, thank you. Thanks, Gindy B. That's Guy Fieri. Diners, drive-ins, dives, and Dan. I think we should uh, quadruple D. Yeah. I accused him of stealing my show, triple D. (laughs) I did. I did. On camera. I don't know if it's going to make it. Like You have all these wild lines. You're just throwing stuff out there. And he's great at playing tennis. He just bats it back and, you know. So diners, drive-ins, and dives. Somewhere in Greenwich today having pizza. Yes, Eden. I, I hope your sense of humor translates. Well, I, you know. It, so, it sounds like it did. Yeah. Or was that just Hollywood talk? I don't know. Uh, I, I, it might have been. Like, he, you crushed it. Like, I don't, want to, I don't want somebody to say you crushed it. Like, yeah, we had a lot of fun. 
It's like when you know that you're eating a meal and you are asked, how is it? And you go, great. But you know it's not great. I thought that I just kind of held serve with Guy. That, that's what I was trying to do. Uh, let's see. A couple of phone calls here. Uh, Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? Well, Dan, I'm going through a little PTSD. Um, a lot of it, actually. You, there's no reason you would remember this, but three years ago, in, in one of my first phone calls, I called up. I thought I was being brilliant. You shot me down. I actually felt like that cameraman you, you yelled at yesterday. Okay. All right. So I wanted to reintroduce. Only Seaton agreed with me, so you guys just brought up the issue again. I wanted to reintroduce my topic and see if anyone else has jumped on board. I think the Super Bowl location should be tied into the to who wins the Super Bowl. I think you say to Kansas City, you won. Three years from now, you get to host the Super Bowl. I think it should be as easy as that. What, if, what ago, if the Packers win it? Yeah, have it in, I think a Super Bowl in Lambeau would be great. That's what you said three years ago. But you have to have the infrastructure, though, Doug. What was that? You, they wouldn't have the infrastructure there at Lambeau. Well, they, they may not have the hotels or something like that, but they could easily host that in Milwaukee. They used to play in Milwaukee. I mean, you know. Uh, no, if you're going to do it, you got to do it at Lambeau. Anyways. All right. Well, thank you, Doug. I don't like the idea. <laughs> no. I think the if the NFL wants to make headlines, and they always want to make headlines, London. London for a Super Bowl. I mean, just one time. Do it 2026. You had it in New York. No? Had it in Minneapolis? You know, we'll discuss this coming up. Because I do think it's one of, hey, San Francisco might be getting Super Bowl 60. <sighs> no reaction. None. But if you say, hey, London 2026, you'll get reaction. You'll get coverage. And the NFL loves that. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We- all right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. See their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com Dan. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. We haven't had a hot guy draft in a while, but when we do, it gets a lot of reaction. And we had a hot guy draft. Was that a couple of years ago we did, Paulie? Boy, that may have been like uh, six, five, six years ago, okay. a four-round hot guy draft. And uh, Josh Dumel, who normally listens to the show, uh, he was he called in, he talked to Paulie, and Paulie, he wanted to know where he got drafted with the hot guy draft. And Paulie had to say to Josh Dumel, you didn't get drafted. Uh, four rounds. And the reaction, the reaction stunned him. But you know what? He used to be a heartthrob, and it kind of let itself go a little bit there. And Josh Dumel joins us on the program, the actor-director and diehard Vikings fan and, of course, former quarterback at Minot State. Wow. What happened to you? I spiraled, Dan. <laughs> are, are you on a bender? <laughs> <laughs> I spiraled after that day, and things just went all to hell. Man, you were disappointed, though, when Paulie goes, God, I, I think I broke his heart when you found out four <laughs> rounds of the hot guy draft and Josh Dumel did not get selected. Yeah, man, it's all fleeting. Yeah, I, I, I came to terms with that a long time ago, actually. All right. Well, good. Well, yeah, you're a Viking started, fan. five or six years ago. You're a Vikings, a Vikings fan. Yeah. I mean, you're used to disappointment. <laughs> uh, next year. That's our year. Okay. Buddy Game Spring Awakening being released, select theaters today, and uh, June 2nd, Paramount Global Content Distribution Group. Okay. So all the yeah. questions that were left unanswered for the first Buddy Games, they're all answered in the uh, second one. We just checked our IMDb's. 
we yeah. didn't we didn't get credit for being in this movie, even though we do have a cameo. Is that is that why I was I was that's what you guys are doing? I thought you were you know taking care of your morning business or something. No, no. What what's the you got, story? You're, you're check you're checking the the IMDb and it wasn't on there. No, no, no. And I would would have thought well, that well, I would have been on there. Well, you you will be. The movie releases today. I think that that stuff doesn't get credited until after the movie is released. Does no, it? no, because they'll be like working on a movie and who's in the movie, and then it'll say who's in the movie. I'll take care of that, Dan. I promise you, because you guys were fantastic. I don't know if you saw it yet. Have you seen it? How would we see it? It's just coming out today. It should have been sent a link. No, no. Yes. Well, you're, you'll be very happy. You oh. guys, you guys did a great job. Okay, uh, kicking off this movie. And uh, this uh, is your be proud. this is your directorial debut. No, I directed the first one too. This uh, is the second Buddy Games movie. Okay, so this is the um, second directorial debut for uh, John. Yes, Cameron. yes. I also directed a Mighty Ducks episode, but nobody cares. Francis Ford Dumel joining us on the Dan Patrick Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, explain to us what uh, Buddy Games Spring Awakening is all about and uh, who is in this movie who's going to get credit on IMDb. Okay, so we have, uh, well, first of all, you are going to get credited. Mm. I will make sure yeah. of that. I'll call whoever I know over there, which mm-hmm. I'd have to do a little research. Uh, <laughs> the movie is about, you know, the, the, the first one was about, you know, pulling one of our buddies out from uh, a dark place and sort of leaving no man behind. And this one, uh, Dak Shepard's character from the first one, uh, tragically uh, passes uh, at the at the beginning of the movie, and that's partly why you guys were in the movie to sort of report to the world that uh, up up and coming actor uh, John Durfee Jr. has passed. So we, uh, in an effort to memorialize him, uh, and against I guess the family's wishes, steal the urn from the funeral and flee and end up. Uh, trying to figure out what we're going to do with these ashes. And we decided that we're going to go where he was happiest, where he first fell in love. And that was uh, spring break, 1997. Uh, and we, we, we end up, you know, not realizing until we get there that it is actually happening. Then we thought we we're just going to go to a beach, nice peaceful beach and, and, and say goodbye to our old friend. And then from there, all hell breaks loose and we go completely off the rails. Now you got uh, Kevin Dillon from Entourage. Uh, yeah. Nick Schwartzen from uh, Grandma's Boy. Just yeah, that's right. Some of the uh, some of the stars in there. Yeah, Dan Bacchanal is fantastic in the movie. James O'Day is is great. Uh, it's a really fun movie, and we and we uh, have some fun with some of the uh, some of the craziness that's going on socially in the world right now. And you know, we we have fun with it. We're not too mean spirited about it, but we do definitely take some shots. How often do you show up and go? Let's make up a scene. Let's just do something improvised. Pretty much every day on these movies. When it, <laughs> whenever you have Nick Swartzen on a set, yeah. you never know what's coming. Yeah. So uh, usually about 50% of the time it's really good, and 50% of the time there's no way that's ever making the movie. Uh, but, you know, it's guys like that that make these hard-hitting comedies work. Uh, and that's really what I wanted to do is make a movie that – uh, you know, was unapologetic and, and really funny and, uh, and and makes people laugh. In fact, the first one that we did, we tested it, and it tested higher with women, Dan, than it did men, which 
goes to prove that they're just as naughty as we are. But how different is this than you're on this set of Transformers? Well, Transformers is a giant production. I mean, the amount of equipment and crew and sitting around is just unbelievable. We don't have the time or money to do that. We have to be really efficient because we have to, you know, and and a lot, oftentimes that forces you to be even more creative because when you got all the money you need, it's easy to sort of waste. And we didn't have anything in it, time or money to waste on this one. And I had a blast making this. Last time you were intimidated on a movie set. Ooh, it's a good question. Um, gosh, uh, Anthony Hopkins, I, I guess. Anthony Hopkins was pretty intimidating, although he's a sweetheart of a guy. Uh, that guy is pretty, you know, I hold him in pretty high regard. But guys get into character, and the character can be intimidating. Not the person, but all of a sudden you're like, damn, okay. that Where'd that come well, from? In, in that same movie was uh, Al Pacino. So I did a movie with Al Pacino and Anthony Hopkins. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? The movie turned out to be terrible. Uh, do you know that? When do you know a movie is going to be terrible? Uh, when you see the first cut, usually. Oh, usually not, not doing it. Not not during that 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 you go. No. Ooh, God. Well, you, you have some. You know, when when they want to shoot a lot of oneers, you know what a oneer is. When they kind of go through. Inaritu does a lot of that, uh, where they, they kind of the camera never stops moving, and it's just one it's one take basically. Like, uh, bird, Birdman. Yes, that would be a oneer. Okay. Uh, and unless the director really knows what they're doing, that can be trouble because you have nothing to cut to. And in that movie, we did a lot of oneers, and I was like, mm, this could be. This could be dangerous, and sure enough, the movie—I mean, it wasn't terrible. It just it just kind of fell flat. What was the know? name of it? Uh, misconduct. Misconduct. Yeah, but yeah, not they like were it. not like M I S S. Like it wasn't somebody who was misconduct. It was just yeah. Yeah, just misconduct. <laughs> just misconduct. Mis misconduct. <laughs> uh, will there be a Buddy Games three? Well, there is a Buddy Games TV show coming out uh, on CBS later this fall, which is based on real. It's, it's sort of a mix between Big Brother meets uh, Amazing Race meets like Survivor. Yeah. Where these six groups of friends, like say Dan and the Danettes would compete against me and my buddies who would compete against a group of uh, people from Philly who would compete against people from Washington and they all live in this cabin together and they all compete in these ridiculous games. And, uh, it's, 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 I'm really, really excited for people to see that. Good. Well, it's all buddy games all day over here, Dan. No, no, I'm very happy for you. You got your Minot state hat on you. Of course, we're a legendary quarterback there for the Minot state <laughs> beavers. And you got your Vikings Jersey that usually has tears on it. Come postseason time. How are we looking this year? You know how you're looking. Regular season, you're like, all right, ten wins, eleven wins, and then postseason. Ouch. Let me get. We're, we're good enough to get a a, a pick in around twenty three, twenty four next yeah. year. Yeah. We're usually good, just not quite good enough. Yeah. Although I trust, I trust O'Connell. I trust this this coaching staff. I think they're going to be good. But I say that every year, so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and just hope for the best. 
I've spoken to you after a devastating playoff loss at oh. home. That was against Seattle? Yeah, it was at Seattle in Minnesota. Yeah. They didn't have the dome yet. It was outdoors. That was a co- the coldest football game I've ever been a part of. It was I had a I had one of those I had a parka, I had ski goggles, I had one of those hats <laughs> with the fur things. And I had my beer in my parka pocket and it still froze. <laughs> and Walsh, I think, made three field goals that game, which were like forty plus. And then he and then he shanks like a twenty three yarder to to lose the game at the end and, and the 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 oh, the devastation of those fans leaving that 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 old stadium was just heartbreaking. Well, you know what? When you had me uh, FaceTime, you you called me and I could see him. Like, man, that's a grown man and he is devastated. <laughs> you were you were devastated, devastated. Um, they find a new way to break our hearts. Yes, every they year, do. Um, hey, good luck with the movie, and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing our portion of it, even though we don't get credit for it. I mean, you I didn't. Will. I didn't even charge you anything for that. It didn't cost you anything for us to shoot that. You're so rich, it doesn't matter. You're absolutely right, but we still should have gotten compensated here for the Danettes. Like like $10 or something for each guy. Well, I, I appreciate you guys doing it, and you are actually very good in the movie. It's it's a fun opening. Good to talk to you. You too, buddy. All right. That's Bye, Josh, guys. Josh Dumel. He's a actor and director, Vikings fan. Former Minot State quarterback. Hi, Josh. Yeah. Hi, hi, John. Hi, Josh. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Yeah, I looked all over. I cannot find uh, hide nor hair. Our name, your name, any name. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay. You know, what are you going to do? Uncredited. That's okay. We just did it for the love. Is Bill Murray credited in Tootsie? Oh, I know what you're saying. Sometimes people just show up for a day. Yeah. And they they go. I looked about up this. You do uncredited so you don't get paid and you don't take away from the production. You do like a walk on, mm. and there's but I been, like to get credit and I like to get paid. We've been walked on to this. Yes, <laughs> even though Sandler doesn't really pay that, but but it, you know I love the experience of being around him. I do it for the craft. I love the experience of being around him again someday. <laughs> well, I already got you in a couple of movies with Sandler. Yeah, no, you did. That's great. Hey, it's That's getting, already way more than I could have ever. Okay, heard. here's the problem. Sandler was so great in Uncut Gems. And now he's going to work with the Safty brothers Ooh. again, which means I don't get in those movies. We should be attached. I mean, one, the, the Safties should know. No. You get Sandler, you're getting us. Uh, no, I... I <laughs> be attached. But, but you know what? When I'm trying to drop a hint... Bill and Ted Safty, let's get a hold of these guys. I'm, I'm trying. But I, I talked to Sandler earlier this week. I said, hey, if you get courtside seats on Saturday to the Lakers, I'm, I'll join you. And he goes, wow, okay, let me check on it. And he goes, I can't get Saturday courtside seats. I can only get Monday. So don't get to go to game three of the Lakers. When we come back, ooh, we have some news-ish rumors here that have to do with the 76ers. And this is spicy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody. 
game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't I mean, even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. 